Welcome back to the Mob Jazz Podcast. What do you do, boys? Well gone, well gone, well gone. You know the familiar faces. Yeah. Melvin, voice. Novo, the voice. Today we have Badman O'Shea Duke Jackson. Welcome, welcome. All right. Right. <laughs> yeah, finally, we, we, we finally got here. Right. I'm just going to do my hand up here. You know, I think I was like, how do I help you? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Have you come as you need. Hey. He is YouTuber here. That's mm-hmm. the Kangana podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. It's good to have you on the pod. Man, thank you for being here. I'm, I think, I'm thankful to be here, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, yeah. You're, still in, you're still in podcaster zone. Yeah. Always, always <laughs> welcome, it's guys. my first time actually on somebody else's podcast. Nice, Ever. man. Ever. Yeah. I can't lie. Jesse has been trying to get you on one of our podcasts for like the last two years. Bro. Oh, a long time. He's yeah. been saying, yo, that Kanganda guy, that Kanganda guy, that Kanganda guy. <laughs> Live for like two, three years. Bro. I was yelling at him, and he's like... I think I think the last time he asked me like two days before I was yelling, I'm like, bro, I have like a lot of stuff to do, man. Yeah, how could like, you tell me now? But yeah, because I was gonna be here last week, but gosh, you guys canceled it last week. Uh-huh. But hey, we're here. We're here now. Yeah, bro. Appreciate you coming, man. Appreciate you coming. Um, there's a lot to talk about today, bro. Yeah. But I guess I want to personal how everyone's doing. How are you guys feeling? Personally, I'm good. Mm. Um, I'm healthy. Right. I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Weekend was <laughs> was okay. Mm. Um, last week we were here for the, what, what the John, uh, Joshua Barakas Jameson kind of like event, event. That was, kind that of was cel- celebrating Nana. Mm. That's good. You said hit a million views. Yeah, man. On Shout out Spotify to Josh and YouTube. Shout out to Josh. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, and then the video, man. So go and stream the video. Go yeah. watch it now. Go listen to Nana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said we're in the video, another video, <laughs> and another video. Uh, hit a million views on on YouTube this week. What as a Ghana yeah. artist? Yeah, yeah. Joshua Barker music video. Wow, I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah, he sang, share it to me. Yeah, yeah, tap in, bro. Okay. Tap in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big one. What about you? What are you up to, bro? I've been a bit of a weird headspace, bro. I can't lie, man. I left socials like a body. I had to drop all that shit. <laughs> I go to my IG, go to my my Twitter, go to my Snap. Why? Has it taken up too much I don't of your know, time? Bro, I just I feel like that, and also uh, you know when you start to use them as like a distraction, like when every time you feel slightly stressed, you're like, ah, man, let me first see what's on Snap. Let me see what's, what's on, on IG. Why do you do this? Because I've been seeing. I you did this yesterday. I did hey. this uh, <laughs> Monday, Monday morning. Mm-hmm. But I also learned that if you log out of TikTok, you can still view TikToks. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yo, why can I still view TikToks? I'm about to just delete that whole app, man. That's oh. insane. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I don't know when I, I don't know if that means I'm in a good space or a bad space, but I, I'll say for sure mm-hmm. that I haven't taken a social media break in maybe two years. Okay. And I can feel like the like the number of times I've clicked on the app it, and just seen the login page is insane, bro. So mm. Yeah, you have to be careful, man. This, <laughs> this shit has you, bro. Uh, let's see. Aside from that, before I came here, I have you guys reversed a mobile money payment before? Yeah, yeah. you have to call MTN. them. Yeah, you know when you like send money to the wrong number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. now you can reverse it. So I sent like six k. There's a guy who washes my car at home. So mm-hmm. I sent, tried to send him six k, but I sent it to the wrong number. Mm-hmm. So I literally said, "It's calm. Let me just reverse it and then send it back to you." Bro, tell me why. In like two minutes after I tried to reverse it, I kept trying to reverse it and it was refusing. Mm. So I called the MTN guys and the guy said, nah, bro, the guy already withdrew the money. <laughs> the guy is smart. <laughs> bro, it's like 6K. 
But I've been thinking about that 6K. His name is Ivan Otim, man. Shout out Ivan Otim. He took my 6K today, man. But it's calm. So that's yeah. a liter of fuel. Listen, that's a, that's a lot of money. I can't lie, bro. 6,000 shillings. No, but that's, 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 that's actually dangerous when he's part of Isaac Otim. One of my guys told me a story. He was in a similar situation. So he mm-hmm. sent the money. It was a bit more money than that. He sent the money and the person withdrew it quickly and he couldn't initiate a, a, what do you call it? Uh, uh, reversal. 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 So this guy called the number, my friend. He called the number, told him, hey, bro, um, I never withdrawn the money, but I'd like to get it back. Um, is that possible? The guy told him, ah, wah, I won't give you your money, nothing. He was like, okay. So this guy was very connected. So he was able to get that guy's address from the phone number. Uh-huh. They went to his place and yeah, he got his money back. <laughs> we don't know how. Yeah, I got his money back, man. So yeah, when you told me that, man, like someone might actually go. Nah, Isaac, 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 that's that's that one, man. Isaac, Ivan, that one. Isaac, Ivan. What Isaac? What Ivan? No, and you paid it for tuition in the <laughs> school of life. Man, you can have that. <laughs> uh, Oshie, how are you, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Mm. I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? Well, so much to get to. Okay. Uh, but the first thing we want to do is, oh, boys, are you good? Oh yeah, I began my alcohol <laughs> break. Alcohol break. Yeah. I've been thinking about taking one of those as well, mm. bro. I began it yesterday. I've been thinking this for a while. It's tough. Mm. <laughs> so it's social tough media breaking, alcohol break. Yeah. Stuff already. Break. It's, it's tough already, one man. One day is tough. I was outside yesterday. It was tough. It was tough. No, but if you go outside, I think it becomes harder because mm. how are you in the bus over, bro? Bro, I drank like four water bottles. Mm. Oh. You're hydrated, huh? <laughs> I know you can get addicted to water as well, bro. Be careful. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> now. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't replace it. Um, okay. That's how long are you going for this time? Pardon? Is it recording? Yeah, we're recording. Recording. She got it. She got it. Sorry. How long are you going for this time? A month. Okay. That's decent. You can make that one. Yeah. You can make that one. Yeah. The next one has to be two months, though. So. All right. So, uh, the first thing I want us to do is we put out like a, what do you call them again? Put out like a, I guess like a, like a request to the listeners to just okay. ask us questions like a Q and A. Anonymously, oh, okay. yeah. anonymously, anonymously. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna read some of them and hopefully respond. You wanna go? Yeah, sure. Alright. Hey, well, this is Josh playing in the background. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Shout out Josh, friend of the pod. Alright, so this person says, huge fan, guys. Just a suggestion to bring back the movie pod intros, 10 out of 10 segment consistent, weekend recaps, and new music releases, reviews, and recommendations. Those are all great additions to the pod, added some much-needed variety to the content, unless they were moved to moved over to Patreon. They were moved over to Patreon. Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> what the <laughs> movie intro? Oh, the initial intros. Yeah. We yeah. So we used to do this uh. thing where like, the beginning of every intro was different, of mm. each mm. pod. So we did like a Game of Thrones one, Simpsons. Yeah. Marvel, but with our like name. I think that's what they're talking about. Mad copyright infringement, bro, but it was fun. Wow. <laughs> it was fun. And they'll never catch us. Um, uh. Okay, this person says live podcast event featuring Jamison X Expressions in the future. Fire. That's in yeah. the plans for stay sure. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's in the plans for sure. Hey, Jesse, what, this one says, Jesse, what happened to Jesse with an I? Like, hey, Jesse. Yeah, like Jesse Reyes. No, nah, my name has no I. Jesse, what happened to your YouTube channel? It was vibes, man. It's still on. It's still on. I just need to post regularly. Any of you gym heads? Any of you gym heads? 
I might need to get back in the gym, bro. Yeah, I can't lie. Us need to get go back. every now and then, but yeah. I also started going last month. It's been a month now. Oh, fine. Where are you going? There's this gym on near my place. Oh. Um, yeah, it's it's reasonably priced. Ten bob per day, one fifty k a month. That's light. Fifty k. One fifty k. That's ideal. Right, that's and an it's ideal. it's very close to my house. So that's why I, I, I went. In fact, my my month ran out. I have to re- repay my month. Um, Melvin, how did you get your eyebrows scar? That's a long story. I feel like saving that one for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> that's so unfair because I don't think okay. that's a Patreon. That's Tell us asking. when you got it. As a child, bro. Mm. As a child, I'll say it was a very childish accident, bro. <laughs> it got you still in like sugar. Very childish accident. Mm. But I mean, it paid off because it's like a, it's a kind of cool scar. It kind of looks cool. You, l- yeah. you look like scar. Identifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of guys think I'd be like slicing it, like, like go to the barber and, and they refresh it. Yeah, no, actual scar. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is a callback to a previous episode. Did you manage to move to body sober? <coughs> so we discussed in a previous. I feel like Oshie is kind of out of it. We discussed in a I'm previous. Lost, but it's okay. Yeah. We're, we're, gonna get, we're gonna. Yeah. Make it happen. We discussed in a previous episode how in Kampala people can only move to girls while they're drunk. <laughs> so we challenged ourselves and said that weekend everyone would approach at least one girl sober. <laughs> I don't think any of us did. You guys do it. Uh, I did. I mean, not that you're sober weekend, a whole month, so you, you yeah. can do it. <laughs> yeah, every every girl you approach this <laughs> month is a test. Did you get the phone number? I already had a phone number. That's so I guess I did. Yeah, yeah. Bro. That's not an approach. Wow. You went to say hi. All right, ask us again next week. We'll do it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so this is the last one. Oh, this, one's, this one's sweet. This one looks sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, sh- she says... Uh, or he says, I have a friend who slept with my other friend, and yet the guy has a girlfriend. His girlfriend is also my friend, and this isn't the first time he's doing this. I feel like she needs to know before she gets a bunch of diseases from this guy. What should I do? Ah. I think you should let her know. Also, that's a lot of information about the guy. That is a bunch of diseases. Yeah, like, well, you know he has diseases, you know every girl that he's sleeping with. <laughs> Your friends with all the girls is sleeping with. Bro, that's your position in this guy's life, man. What should I do? Wait, 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 wait. I didn't get it. Who asked? I have a friend, right? Yeah, I have a friend who slept with my other friend. And yet that guy has a girlfriend. So I'm guessing the guy who she slept with, who her friend slept with. Uh, That guy is also her friend, bro. His girlfriend. That guy's girlfriend. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Uh his girlfriend is also my friend. And this isn't the first time he's doing this. I feel like she needs to know before she gets a bunch of diseases from this guy. Or before she gets a bunch of diseases. So does she know that the guy has diseases? Or is it just because he's sleeping with multiple so. girls? I guess that's, that's some knowledge she's privy to. What should I do? What should I do? Yeah, wh- whichever of them is her best friend, she should tell. Yeah. That's my thought. But it might also be a bit too late, man. Because she started with, I have a friend who slept with my other friend. So. They're both her friends. Yeah, but like the guy. It, I think it's like tell everyone. Tell, Tell everyone, everyone. <laughs> about everyone. What do you think of shit? Say it again. <coughs> it's kind of confusing. confusing. So the girl has a friend that has a boyfriend. Let me read it. Yeah, you read it. I have a friend who slept with my other friend. Okay, so they're f- so they're both so she has a friend that are both friends to her. Mm. The f- the guy has a girlfriend. His girlfriend is also my friend. So all of them are fr- all of them mm-hmm. are friends. Okay, it's the first time he's doing this, and I feel that like she needs to know before she gives. What should I do? This, this is not even a love I mean, triangle. It's gonna come back that you said it. So I would think like 
you would at least weigh the option of, because they're probably going to tell who told them. Are you comfortable with them knowing that you're going to snitch? Mm. If you're okay with knowing that for because you're doing the right thing, then it's fine. But if you're not okay with, with knowing that, then you probably shouldn't do it. But best case scenario, how many of these people stay her friends? Well, she's only going, she's going to tell the one, like the girlfriend, right? Mm. So at best, who will stay her friend? Because she'll probably lose, obviously, the boyfriend won't be her friend anymore. That chick who she slept with won't be her yeah. friend anymore. She would have to be okay with the consequences of those. Yeah. Of <coughs> it's not even guaranteed cycle. that the girlfriend will be her friend after that, you know? Yeah, yeah but I guess if she's sure that this guy has diseases, she should at least let her know. Like, that one has like a very severe point. True. But also, bro. like, usually when I find out when you do something like that, they, they, they don't break up anyway. They just, That's like, yeah, they <laughs> yeah. Just stick together and they all turn <laughs> against you anyway. So. They'll hit you together. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now all three people hate her. They burned over the right thing. Okay. Yeah. Was it the last one? I think that's the last one. Okay. This week's weren't as good as last week's, but shout out to you guys for asking. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you guys want to start this week, man? I feel <laughs> like we start with O'Shea. Um, I don't think we've introduced you to our audience properly yet. So maybe you could tell them a bit about yourself and yeah. Yeah. So O'Shea Duke Jackson, I'm from the West Coast. Uh, which is California. I'm from California. Northern, I, I, I'm living in Sacramento now. Nice. Actually living in Kampala right now, but I'm from Sacramento, born in L.A. I spent times both there. And uh, I'm a uh, African-American YouTuber that has a bit of a Pan-African flair. And uh, here we uh, I own and operate King Ghana Studios. We have the Repat Podcast. And, uh, you know, just love being here in Africa and in Uganda and, Working with the community here has been life changing, and I enjoy every minute of it. Although I do a lot of complaining from <laughs> here and there, yeah. even before the podcast, I was complaining. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I do. That's what podcasters do, bro. We complain, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for I'm two in the hours. Right business. That's what we do, bro. Uh, okay, nice, man. It's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, let's see, what's our first topic? I feel like last week we forgot a major topic, bro. Which mm-hmm. one? Um, the Dalai Lama jazz. Did you guys ah, hear about that? Kissing boys. Did that happen last week or the, like the previous happened, week? Happened, uh, and bro, the past few weeks we haven't discussed it. Regardless, nah. What exactly happened? Because I just saw like a picture. So there was a video of the Dalai Lama that surfaced, mm-hmm. and it it seems like it's his team that put it out as well. Mm. It is him and a little like Indian looking boy, mm-hmm. and he's asking the boy to kiss him. No, to suck his or tongue. suck his tongue, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so at first it's a kiss. Oh. And then after the little boy kisses his, he kisses him, he sticks his tongue out and it says, now suck my tongue. So obviously everyone is like, but what the hell is... And the, you, the little boy kind of like leans in and, and is about to do it, then the video cuts. So obviously guys were like, bro, this is insane. And people were clapping. It was like he was on stage and shit and guys were clapping for him and mm. everyone was happy, bro. So what do you guys think? When I watched it, I was it made me a bit uncomfortable to watch. I won't lie, mm. especially that suck your suck my tongue part. Mm. But is it possible that that could be a cultural thing? That that's something that they do a game they play in Nepal, up in, in up in the mountains. Well, to me, let the me mountains. let me hear what you guys think before I, before I say <laughs> what, his, what his team what his team's excuse. The Himalayas. Uh huh. What do you think, Oshie? Have you seen the video? I have seen the video. Mm. I think, like, from my Western perspective, 
I mean, I know Cardi B was was one of the biggest people crying out against this and protect kids' rights. So from my Western perspective, it's definitely inappropriate. But for those people there, I don't know what's inappropriate for them. I don't know if that's, a, like you said, a cultural thing. For me, I would never do that. I mean, like, you know, that's, it's not cool. But, again, I don't know what their culture is, even though it's it's terribly bad. Because if you said people were clapping, I mean, I don't know if they thought that was normal. Mm. But I'm pretty sure people in India or wherever it was didn't think it was normal. So I don't think it was normal. But I don't know what their procedures were of that culture. So I don't know. Yeah, and if you say yeah. steam potato, that means they were comfortable at least with it. Yeah, but bro, that little boy didn't even look comfortable, bro. Yeah. Well, he, he he didn't look like he was having fun. No, he looked like no, he was no, comfortable no, no. with that first kiss. Yeah, and now that sucked that tongue thing, he was yeah. shook, bro. I, that does seem out of place. Yeah, uh, very much so. Yeah, but again, there's a lot of things that I see out of place. We talk about what's going on in America. There are things going on in America right now with certain LGBTQ things and trans that are definitely out of place. But, you know, they have their reasons to justify whatever they're doing. This definitely seems out of place because you even have, you know, some evidence of um, kids now changing their sex at five or six or seven or whatever it is, which for me, that's out of place. But we have people in America that say it's not out of place. But it looks out of place to me for sure. But I don't know how, <coughs> what they're, so you think it'd be like a like a cultural disconnect? I I really don't know, and to be honest, I don't want to know. Mm. Yeah, because I think like me, I would if that was my child and that was a guy, I'd be in I'll be in jail for murder. Mm. Me personally, <laughs> taking out the Dalai Lama. Quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, I I don't I think because of who the person is, he's allowed a lot of freedom to do what he what he's doing. True. I don't know what his reasoning for doing it, but he did apologize. So obviously. Apparently, he said he didn't apologize necessarily for what he did. He just kind of said, or oh, I mean, his PR team said that Dalai Lama usually like teases people playfully. Oh, okay. And so, this is what that kind of was. And he's sorry that it looked that way. Okay. And yeah, that's that. So, him is saying he was just playing with a kiddo. So, I don't know if he, he meant. overplayed, man. I don't know if he meant like. I didn't actually want you to suck my tongue. I, bro, I don't know. But, but, but it, I think he should, it's good job, but he should know what the times are now. Mm-hmm. I think any religious leader or any culture, like there are things that happened, I believe. Somebody told me in Buganda, women couldn't eat chicken chicken, or look a man in the face. Something like that. Is that true? I haven't heard of look a man in the face, but I know chicken. Couldn't eat chicken. Couldn't eat chicken. So eating chicken today, like 100 years ago, is probably mm. can get you in a lot of trouble. So, I think that sometimes people don't, uh, need, need to understand that the world is getting more sensitive to, especially things with kids, gays, or whatever. Um, we know what's going on right now with the you have Malema trying to talk down on uh, you know Museveni for the LGBTQ law here. So, it, people are more sensitive than ever before. So, I think that if you're a religious leader, you should know that this probably is not going to look good for me to do X, Y, and Z. So, let me not do or say that. I feel like the type of religious leader he is is like his following is very like they're gonna be with him regardless. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he has been so doing he whatever he wants acting. forever. Mm. Like he has been doing it his whole life, mm-hmm. and yeah, now guys will just have to deal with it, I guess. And so that's probably where he's coming from. The Dalai Lama doesn't strike me as a guy who is very in touch with what's going on. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I think she seems like he's very far removed from these things and then he comes out for like interviews and I know he does a lot of interviews and travels out goes to different events and whatnot. But I don't think he's someone who's like on Twitter actively yeah. and knows like exactly what's going on and what the standards of today. I'm not gonna lie, bro. When I first saw the clip, I just kind of saw an old man that was a bit lost. Because, bro, think about it. If a guy's on stage, what are the chances that a creep, like a creep or a pedophile is on stage and asks a child to suck his tongue, bro? Like, to be his creepiest self while on stage, bro. Yeah. It's probably very likely that he was actually being playful, man. Yeah. But it's just in a weird way. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Also, my mind went to like culture thing. Is it a culture thing? Because he was doing it on stage. Apparently, in Buddhism, like sticking your tongue out is respectful. Is it? Yeah, apparently. Cook us slowly, by the way. I don't know. Fact check that. Windek, fact check that. The sucking the tongue is like yeah. respect. Not sucking, not sucking, not sucking that. No, I'm saying like sticking that tongue. Sticking that tongue is a sign of respect. So sucking it is like what? A playful way of showing. Yeah, bro. I respect you, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Before we leave this topic, I just want to say the internet is doing that thing that it does where when you do something creepy like this, they start combing, finding like past, other yeah, weird yeah, shit yeah. that you've done and they found a, an interview of the Dalai Lama and Lady Gaga from like the 2010s or maybe even slightly before that. And he, like she's speaking, 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 speaking. They're like on a panel and he kind of like, he's playing with her. Okay, looks to me like he's playing with her. He like kind of like pokes her thigh and then she looks at him and smiles and then he goes to like poke her other thigh. And then she like holds his hand and like stops him as if. So guys are saying the Dalai Lama was groping Lady Gaga, da da da. Yo, watch that video and tell me if you think it, it was groping as well. But same thing, looks like an old man just playing yeah. weird yeah. games. You know what I mean? Weird old yeah. man games. Yeah, but if he's doing that on TV, bro, I don't yeah. know what he's doing like... Like yeah. Off camera, yeah, <laughs> off camera. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing, you know. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, my, 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 um, I don't know how how old is Dalai Lama in the eighties? Probably in his eighties. Yeah, man. My granddad was like quite the. Can I curse? Yeah. He's quite the fuckery king. Like, um, he's told me when he was in the choir stand, like in in church, he used to like um put like pins next to like when they stand up. So oh, the damn, next damn, guy he damn, would damn, sit damn, down. See, guy, no. So he used to do that in church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it seems like now in the, in this time, like it's uncalled for. And my my grand, he was l- like, there was one time I um. There's these things called stink bombs. I don't know if you have them in Uganda, mm-hmm. where you literally you can um like just put it down and you can step on it and the whole room smells like shit. Damn. <clears throat> so one Sunday I did that and I got caught. And uh, so the, the one of the deacons is telling my granddad, like, yeah, your grandson did this. He's like, what? So he went outside. He was like, that was good, son. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was so much. Next time don't get caught. Yeah, so I don't know, man. That, those people had a, a certain level of fuckery. Yeah. I don't know. Because now that would not be considered cool, some yeah. of the stuff. But yeah, that kissing kids and, like, poking. Again, I don't know. People people are weird. But yeah. So I haven't had heard any evidence of the Dalai Lama. I'm sure he has enemies. So if he has enemies, there's somebody that would have already brought out that he's doing this with whatever. Somebody would have done it. We haven't heard about it, so I don't know. I mean, the man yeah, has we'll hopes. 
well, I'm sure <laughs> yeah, he definitely to, has opposition. I'm sure the story will be will be developing as the weeks go on. Mm-hmm. Now now he's like in their target, bro. So they're looking. Guys for are him coming now. through. His everything. They're looking for him. Oh, that story has made me a bit uncomfortable in my chair, but I feel like there's a pin somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, magic. What do you? You have? guys hear about these Pentagon documents that were leaked? No. Pentagon documents. On, on Discord. Discord? Yeah. You guys haven't heard about this at all? I heard about it like a little bit. Yeah, so basically, a bunch for, of, for the past three months, I think, since January, Pentagon documents have been dropping on the internet, being leaked, like highly classified, like top secret documents. And it was causing a big stir, of course, like how is this happening? Who is leaking these documents? And it turns out it was a 21-year-old guy named Jack. Mm-hmm. And Jack the Dripper, that's his Discord server name. I found that <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and basically, he's in this Discord server. It's called Thug Shaker Room, something like that. And he's basically dropping these uh, classified documents to win arguments in the group, like to show basically, like he's the alpha in the, the group. Guy. He's the like guy. He's the baddest boy <laughs> so from the Pentagon. Yeah, bro. Like it's nothing personal for him. He's just trying to show that this is what I'm the guy. What, what's in those documents? Bro, there's a lot of stuff in the documents. There's stuff on Ukraine. There's stuff on China. There's stuff on, um, like basically what's going on in that way exactly. Like how Ukraine is about to run out of ammunition. That's one big thing I saw. Um, apparently China has hyper, su- hypersonic missiles that the US cannot defend against right now. Apparently they couldn't figure out what the instruments were in the balloon they shot down. So things like that. That's what I saw. But it was a lot of documents, like I think over 100 pages of documents that have been leaking over the past three months, like I said. So yeah, man, I just found it funny because everyone was looking for a motive for this guy. No one can come up with a motive like as to why. Kumbi. He was leaking. <laughs> and he's 21. He's just showing his boys. Bro. Bro. He's one, bro. I'm the guy. That's Jack the Dripper posing, bro, in the group <laughs> chat. <laughs> or what if they're not really documents that he just... They're shady documents that you're pretending to leak, but they're not really official. They're not okay, so apparently the Pentagon has not um, verified them, mm. but they said that there's a lot of information in there. Like There's some information in there that is worrying to them that is out there right now. Mm. I think the Pentagon probably puts out like like fake documents just to just to mm. bait guys. Like five extra documents of the same thing. That's very smart, bro. <laughs> hey, most people are... If you can leak documents like that on Discord and they not know who you are, they come and take you right away. If he's not being found, no, he's been found. He's been found. They arrested yeah. him. Yes, yes. He's, that's how we know his identity now. He was arrested. And the reason why he was doing it. Yes. What's his real name? Jack Teixeira, something like that. T e i x e i r e. Oh yeah. Well, he's fucked. Look yeah, he's he's done. That's long. But apparently, yeah. Like I was wondering how this guy had clearance and. I did some research and apparently a bunch of people in the states have high, t- like that top security clearance. Someone was saying it's like over like one point something million, one point one, one point two so million. Wait, one point one million people have top level security. Yeah, or people in the military. Mm. And apparently, yeah. it's possible. Why they? It's possible. Why it's like that is because after nine eleven, they started sharing information between the different departments, so that it's a lot faster to process the intelligence, I guess. So mm. did he, he hacked one of those people. No, he was one of the workers, man. He yeah, was he's one, one of the guys. He was one of the military guys. Was he was he was working in the military. That's so but dumb, I also know, <coughs> well, at least from YouTube, which is like our teacher, all of us. I know they have like sections of security, and each has like a different network. So even those guys can't access everything. 
is like another network where ne- you need to use particular computers in particular places. Mm. So once that PC leaves that area, it's like geolocked. Then you can't access such things. Mm. So it's possible that is one of them. It's possible that documents yeah. are true. Nah, bro, thoughts and prayers to that guy because if he's in he's the military for a long time, oh damn, mm, that guy is it's in. It's gonna be long. The next year is gonna be long for him, bro. But well done to him for giving us Give him canes, bro. <laughs> Do they beat in the U.S. military like corporal punishment? So. I don't think so either. Not, not on camera, at least. Mm. Mm. Just cut your hair. Make you push up. Solitary confinement. That guy's gonna be going to take him to a court martial. They're going to. It's gonna be a lot, bro. It's gonna be a long day for him. Okay. Speaking of, th- I mean, how do you guys feel about like those things where like sports players, when their season is done, they go and serve for like two months in their country. Oh, that's like Korea, right? Yeah, Korea, Finland. There are many Egypt. Does it I, do I've seen like two basketballers right now. The season has ended, and they're going to serve. What they what they call that in high school? Uh, like chaka chaka. Love for Maybe your yeah. country. Um, yeah. What's his name? But there's a guy who was going to Finland to serve since the playoffs have begun, and they didn't make it. Well, just for two months. Yeah, yeah, two That's three months. Service. Always getting like rich guy service, but like it's still service. You're, you're probably not in the field. What they call that patriotism? It's cool, man. I mean, yeah, like but some countries no have like <laughs> mandatory service, like yeah. Israel. You have to do two years in Korea, Korea. Egypt as well. No, I'm just happy that stuff isn't here. But I won't lie, if that thing was here. Guys are not ready, man. Imagine guys if you tell guys we're not going to record for like two months because we've gone, bro. <laughs> we've gone. There used to be like a mandatory, I think, six-month thing that you had to do after high school mm. in, in Uganda. It got scrapped. For certain people though, right? Yeah. No, for everyone. For Chaka everyone. Chaka. Yeah, it used to be for everyone. You had to go to Changkwanzi or something mm. and do a military course. Bro. Yeah, they might bring that back one day. Uh-uh. <laughs> they might bring it back one day. Uh-uh. <laughs> when I'm done with high school, bro. I hope I'm like Listen. 60, you guy. <laughs> might take away your national IDs and say, nah, first go do this thing. <laughs> if you want it back. It, yeah, come and <sighs> pick it from the gate. Yeah. Okay, let's stay in America for a second. Did you guys hear about the, I think it's a cash up dude that got killed? Yeah, the founder. got stabbed. Mm-hmm. How? He got stabbed, bro. Mm. He apparently was walking at 2 a.m. in the morning and they stabbed him. Yeah, they said he had a disagreement with another tech CEO. Mm-hmm. They believe that that person um, sent the He actually um, left California for Florida. Just happened to be leaving that morning, and he got, he got, he got killed. He was leaving when he got killed. Was yeah, he? Li- it's just like number one in, in America. You're, ha- you're seeing a lot of these cities that are ran by Democrats: New York, Chicago. Most of these cities are pretty much unsafe um, because of the, the policies that are there. Defend the police. I would say, like, number one, um, and I'm not a politician, but let's just say, for example, this whole idea of um, funding single moms. That's not the biggest policy, but one of those things. Right? So what's happening like is child support. No. Women are, some, some people are getting stipends. I'll just give you an example. So if you look at the Democratic cities or states, California, New York, these places, most big cities, Chicago, look at the crime they're having. So you're, they're, they're um, sort of in incentivizing. If you have a single pa- your single parent, it's fine, right? But what's happening is that these kids are growing up in unsafe areas. 
and poor, no father there. There's no businesses there. There's food deserts, meaning that you know you can't get like the quality foods, healthy foods, like Walmart, which is the biggest grocery store in um, United States. They're leaving Chicago. Chicago's the third biggest market in America. The whole state. They're leaving the whole state of Chicago. Chicago is the city. The city. Yeah. So what you're seeing is uh, a lot of crime are coming into these areas that were typically for affluent people. So at first, crime was really affecting just where poor people lived. Now rich people are being attacked too. So most people are moving to Texas or Florida because of these situations. Yeah. Um, You don't see a whole lot of productivity from these cities. There's a lot of apologizing for... All right, basically, you know, when things are happening, there's no development, there's no resources, so the crime, they're spending even more money on the police instead of, like, roads. So imagine if you're spending $1.8 billion, like Lori Lightfoot in Chicago as the mayor, just for crime. You're not spending that on infrastructure, you're not spending that on education or anything. <coughs> just so fighting those keep crime. getting worse. Fighting crime. But the system that keeps creating criminals is not being talked about. Mm. You don't have families. So this guy had moved to Florida. Because of what was happening in San Francisco. San Francisco is one of the most expensive cities in the world. And where he was at was affluent. Because that's where all, like, all the tech billionaires are and shit. Yeah. That between San Jose, San Francisco, the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, but most of these cities that are like that, are un- most people are leaving California for Arizona, or Florida, or Texas. Republican-led states that have no state tax and better <laughs> infrastructure. Is Nevada a Republican? Nevada is... Goes back and forth, but it's also zeros. Yeah, because I know a lot leaving from LA to like Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which is cheaper, but I mean, I, I think that Nevada's going to end up having the same problems that California's having. Mm. California's overpriced, also, so you pay a lot of state tax, and um, it's expensive. So it drives up the crime. These guys need to find the money somewhere. Yeah, and if it's, it was okay if, like, let's say, for example, if you live in the Guru mm. or Kololo. If the crime happens in Kamocha, the people in Naguru are not as concerned, probably. But now if the crime comes there, mm. that's when it's concerning. Mm. Now if you're getting stabbed in Naguru outside <coughs> of Sky or something like that, mm. that's when it's concerning. And that's what's happening in a lot of cities. Now the crime is affecting the affluent. Even in D.C., rich people are getting hit. The crime is coming to where they're at. Yeah. Well, I love that that's like, I love you and that's that much perspective. Because on the internet, it's the reverse, man. You guys think it. There's now like an ongoing conspiracy theory that all these tech billionaires, especially the ones con- connected with like crypto mm. and like financial, like fintechs, that they're getting taken out, like they're getting assassinated because of like this bigger, like a bigger agenda, like for banking. Some and of this, them have that. been nine, that's for yeah. sure. Because like it's been, this is what like maybe the fifth or sixth dude in like three months or something. Yeah. And this is Cashable. That is a huge app. Yeah. The fact that he got killed, like, in the open, and no one knows who did it or how. Like, it's just very, it's, it's very sus. But I don't think that Cash, the guy is still with Cash App anymore. I think he found a Cash App and mm. later he sold it. Sold but apparently it. he owned, like, a like a crypto a crypto coin or something. Yeah. Mm. What are they, like, 10,000 yeah, crypto, like crypto coins, coins in the I know. So, <laughs> so it's very, it's like a very... It's a very internet conspiracy theory yeah. type thing, but listen. No, but that's wild because everyone assumes it's the Republican. Well, at least from the people CNN. I talk to. Yeah, yeah CNN, you know. Yeah. Um, media outlets that are very left-leaning. Yeah, It's kind of like they say Republican states are the unsafe ones because, you know, they want the guns. 
they're the ones who are campaigning for guns while these other ones are campaigning for like gun laws so that's interesting that's i i didn't know that most of the most unsafe places the top 10 dirtiest cities in america are all democratically owned all of them houston is one of the biggest markets in america it's their suburbs are nice but it's philadelphia is is even worse most cities that are democratic led have more um like the public school system is terrible number one people are still paying a lot of taxes but the systems are terrible like baltimore which is one of the great cities one of the great african american cities like i think the the kids can't read or write there like 85% of the students so can't uh, read the rates that's crazy the reading level is above what it should be and um you have parents that are largely uneducated who are just keeping the process going and if you can't get into the economy what do you get into you get into what is illegal and so and then most these uh, mayors like i believe now you have uh, Lori Lightfoot out you have a new guy coming in he's also now black chicago's had a dem- democratic mayor for 85 years the last one they had was like 1937 as a republican and every year chicago's gotten worse one of the biggest metropolitan areas for finance it's one of the biggest financial blocks in the USA which makes it one of the biggest financial blocks in the world and it's one of the most unsafe places they have great universities university of chicago obama taught law there you have northwestern university you have a lot of good schools there but you know it's just unsafe because they have usually one of the hi- highest murder rates next to it is st louis which is a joke shout out to st louis though i love st louis but yeah, those policies of, you know, you, you, you don't have any resources going into these urban communities that create families and stability. But let's compare it to someone like the Indian community here in Uganda. You don't, can you find Indians that are single parents? Mm-hmm. Do you know any? Never. I don't any know Indian any. maids that work for Ugandans? It had never been, like, registered in my brain that that's a possibility. Yeah, because those resources are bound behind... Families. That's why, in even in America, Indians do very well. Nigerian Americans do very well because they're, they're they're family units. And now, once you disconnect that, what do you expect these kids to become? And liberals keep incentivizing that behavior. Yeah, we love single moms. We're empowering her. Women can do no wrong. All of this. Then you guys remember Kevin Samuels? Mm, yeah, he came out. He talked about those issues. They demonize you. So you're a misogynist. All that. But it's getting worse every day. That's why people were moving that. Why they were moving to Africa? <laughs> yeah, because you, you, you're more likely to get killed there than here. Oh no, that's true, true. One hundred, bro, you're spitting, bro. This guy's spitting. He's getting us five minutes of raw facts. Sorry about the long one in this. Nah, it's okay, it's okay. That's fine. Ah, uh, magic. All those do you have? The next topic. Uh huh. Actually. <coughs> related to what we're talking about, you're talking about that's why you see people coming back right now. Yeah, there's this whole thing that's been trending online, and I think Black Twitter, like passport bros. Hmm. Yeah, you mentioned <laughs> it earlier that you blue spoke book. about it. What do they call blue book? Some, I think it's because the p- passports are blue. The blue book. I heard blue book gang. The blue, blue book, book brothers. I've heard that. Shout out to Ronan the Travel. He has the Blue Book Cartel. What about them? One of them's coming here pretty soon. Are the passport bros? Yeah. Um. So basically, they come here to find wives, right? Okay. Some come to. Okay, I know people come here for all manner of reasons. 
Mm. Some people come here to relocate. Some people come here to start businesses. Some people come back just to blast, connect, enjoy. Some people come to blast and enjoy. But the passport bro in particular is looking for a companion. Is am I right in saying that? Okay, so I think that most of the passport bros, you mean coming to Africa? Yes, most of them don't really come here. Okay, so like South America. To, yeah, so you're looking at places that are more close proximity to the United States. Mm. Colombia, which is not too far from Miami. DR, Dominican Republic. There you go. Yeah. Brazil. Um, Paraguay, Venezuela. I don't know about Venezuela, but Costa Rica for sure. Places like that. I think also because of, number one, like what the women possibly look like. There's a big variety. I've been to Brazil at one time, so... And also, there's this kind of myth that you know these women are more feminine, they're more loyal, mm. they're 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 Latina or whatever, and their culture is more traditional values. There you go. So here in Africa, I think because it's more expensive for these guys to come here than uh, than Latin American countries. I, I think I think so because if you want to come to Uganda, for let's just use Uganda as an example, a lot of things you need to do to come to Uganda. You need to get a yellow fever card, then you need to get a visa. Mm. You have to. Tell who you're staying with, and so the flight is how long? Yeah, and so the, and the, if you the, don't the really know anybody up. here, like just coming to Uganda by yourself, the first trip, it's it's intimidating. So there's more information on that, and then it's, you know, but I think that for what I see for those that are going there, I think some of them are looking to get into some sort of relationship or have access to women that they wouldn't have access to in the United States. Mm. I think for the majority of them, business transactions or starting a business is maybe the last on the list, although some people do participate in the business sector or private sector. But for the most part, I think that it's more or less about let's go here, let's de-stress, you know, from the United States. The USA has a toxic environment. You see something different, you know, that sort of thing. Because... My question would be like, well, how, what is the criteria that these people use when they meet these women? And they're like in a foreign country, say I've landed in Brazil, Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. I just looking for like a pretty girl. Would they? Would you say they're looking for like a pretty girl, like someone with, like you said, those characteristics that we spoke of, traditional values? And how do you even tell someone has those values when you've just met? Number one, that's a great question. I think like. Let's say if you were to approach the average lady in New York City. Bro, I'm dying how like he's asking you this like you're a passport, bro. Like, <laughs> no, but you <laughs> say, how do you determine that? <laughs> that no, he said I, he knows one who's in I've been living overseas for the last six or seven years, so I'll yeah. give you my best estimate. Okay. So if you were to try to talk to a young lady in Uganda, and let's say she wasn't interested in you, she probably would let you know that she's not interested in you in a very accommodating way, like nice. Well, you know, no, I, I have a boyfriend or whatever. United States, it might be harsh, like, nigga, who the fuck you think you're talking to? Or just completely ignore you like you're not there? Or something like that. Um, also, in America, um, you know, there's a, a lot of guys are going on these dinner dates and spending, like, a lot of money on just a date. And the girl gives you a Christian hug and leaves. So you just feel like, <laughs> with, with room for Jesus. Yeah. And then the girl left him because he didn't pay three extra for like a slice of cheese. Three dollars extra. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she left him in the restaurant. Yeah, I, I can believe that. And yeah. then also a lot of guys in this generation. Let's speak directly to the mic. Oh, sorry. Yeah. In this generation, um, like me being older, 
you had to go up and talk to women. And now a lot of guys lack the confidence as much as some of the older guys to approach women because of fear of rejection. But now when you come to Uganda you, or a place like this where it's more in your face, like you have to meet everybody, you just can't send an email and do business. Uganda is way in your face like most of their work. You still get out and do things. So guys come here or wherever country they are, and they're talking to women, usually who are more attractive than what they would normally be able to get in America, and the women are actually interacting with them. So it's like, oh, I have a chance. And the lady shows up on time for the date. And the lady is giving me an opportunity to talk to her. Maybe not the shortest, not the tallest guy or best-looking guy, but here you may not have to be that, or in the DR you may have to be that. Whereas in America, the average guy can't get a real hot chick. It's almost impossible. But here, or Dominican Republic, places like that, there are women who are like, in America would be an 8, 9, or 10, but in Dominican Republic are 5. She doesn't even know that she's a... Eight, nine, or ten. You get what I'm saying? American. Like it's the value of a dollar is different as well. That that helps. Yeah, like being yeah, American he, helps. The guy will leave. He'll leave America just being an average dude, and then he'll come here and he'll that be is, like, Bro, yeah. "You have money." If, if he can maintain his lifestyle, yeah, for sure. sure. For sure. I mean, for sure, for sure. is it? Bec- you say that the average guy cannot get a really fine, fine girl in the states. No. Is that because? Is it a money thing? Is is that what they're using to judge the average guy? Is it a looks thing? Like has to be a certain height. Number one, I think like in America. And like city of Chicago, for example, you have like 200,000 millionaires or more just in Chicago metropolitan area. Uganda has like, on paper, less than 2,000 millionaires. Kenya has less than 4,000 millionaires. So Chicago has... We're talking US, yeah. USD. Millionaires. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, women have a lot of options. So if you're the average guy, and most women have at least some people they're already talking to, Something like that. So if you're the average guy trying to talk to a lady, what incentive would she have to give you in a chance if you can't do certain things for her, especially if you're the best-looking guy or you're the most interesting guy? So she can just easily pass you by, especially if she's in her prime. So a lot of guys are stuck with maybe dealing with some ladies that they think they are undesirable, ladies who might be, I would say, like BBWs. Not to say that that's bad or anything, but single moms. Not to say that's bad or anything, but they're not getting the quality that they would actually desire on average. And, you know, who has time to go out and talk to, like, hundreds of girls every day just for, you know, go, you know, you get their phone number, they don't respond, you go to the dates, it just ends like that. You don't really have an opportunity. So that's why that passport bro thing is. Have you, guys seen, have you guys seen that show on TLC called 90 Day Fiance? Yes. Mm, 90 days that's the crazy. basis, bro. There's a bunch of, like, Regular guys mm. that decide to go and get baddies from other go. countries, bro. And then the baddies will come and it will be just chaos, bro. Right. And that's the thing. It's always chaos in that show, man. That's why I'm always wondering, like, <laughs> chaotic. What, like, what why is this desirable? Why is this desirable? Like, who wants this, man? Yeah. <laughs> Can this guys not watch this show? So, uh, and it's, it's one of the funny things. Because, like, if you think about, like, here, for example, if you're not careful, you can land on... Uh, someone who does, like, say, witchcraft. Yeah. Now, <laughs> witchcraft, not everyone witchcraft is afraid of witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I have a question that comes out of this, by the way. If you found your significant other, whoever you involved with at the time, situationship, whatever you want to call it, and you find she's using, like, for example, witchcraft tools, is that a deal breaker for you? Like, she has some funny soap with, like, curry shells in it that she bathes. I'm not finding a voodoo doll in young the lawyers. staying there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> out. 
I've really pondered this before, man, because I think I saw a, I saw like a, uh, like one of those online questions about this dude who was married to this chick and she's beautiful and she's everything yeah. he ever wanted. And then this one time he, I, I don't know if he checked under the bed <laughs> or if like something felt funny under the mattress. When a picture of him in a but he just he, Like he flipped it and found crazy things, bro. Like shells and grass and like, like you know stuff that you can't justify being there. <laughs> Like, I wrapped do like why is this here? <laughs> and he asked her, and she, like, like broke down crying and said, "Please forgive me. Try to understand. This is what I do." Eh? What do you mean? This is what I do. What was As she saying? Like, I guess she was trying to say it's like her culture. That's how they get well, gays in their, yeah. in, their, in their village. Yeah. No, and it's crazy because it's like a big industry now. The reason I'm asking is because I follow these pages on Snapchat. They're like two: one in Ghana, and one here in Uganda. And basically, these women that just sell voodoo products. Wirebound dolls will get you a man. Tie a man. Yahoo, Yahoo soap. So that when you do your scams online, you're successful in life. Mm. So stuff like this. So me, I look at it and I'm thinking, that's just some curry shells in like soap. She gets you and then you find that doll wrapped. Yeah. With, with a name metal, Jesse on metal, it. Yeah. With like a picture of you on the face. It has, it has <laughs> cornrows. <laughs> yeah. Are you keeping? Are you staying with her? With like two are you, in the eyes. Are you ah, staying, are you staying with her? If you find she's doing voodoo on you. Do you care? Is it something you care about? Listen, bro. Nah, I don't me know. Not, I won't even lie. No chance to stay. <laughs> no chance, bro. Because this is the thing. I'm not. I won't say this carefully. I am not like the biggest believer mm. in like everything. See, mm. As you say, those might be like curry shells, bro. But nah, it's just weird, bro. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. But if she loves you that much. <laughs> it's just to show how much she loves you. Bro. I'm I know I'm going to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, she's praying for you. I'm praying that she returns to me every day. Yeah. <laughs> I will return <laughs> my own. Bro. Uh, nah. What do you think, man? Do you stay or do you go? Um, I I have never thought about it, but I guess I would. I would. But I I do believe that that the power of voodoo, African voodoo, could be real. Mm. Because like that's how Haiti. Beat the, the French, day. right? So it was because of that. So it must be real enough that people can mm. can do it. Yeah, I think so there's definitely some people. There's some power in thing, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would prefer not to date somebody who does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for my own. Like, how do you explain that you're dating a witch doctor? Yeah. Not that you go to bed yeah. that night, but you you, you know under your bed is something. something. What happens when you have a fight? What happens when she's now like angry at you? Yeah. And then just goes and tells you. For me, I think that's a deal breaker for me, bro. For sure. There's no way. Nah, there's no way. And yeah, there's there's absolutely no way. I think I underestimate love, bro. <laughs> you know, in that moment, I'm even you doubting my love. I'm like, do I actually love you? Like, oh, no, that's a very, that's a very, no matter how deep you're falling in love, that's a very sobering moment, man. For real, when no, you find the voodoo doll bound and it looks like you, bro. you know, like, now nah, that's a deal breaker for me. Okay, I but don't want to around. So, me. do you guys, do you guys feel differently about if she's just like, what if you find her with like a pastor and they're praying for you? <laughs> what are they praying like for me? I, I, As in she's praying, I pray that I get. The but were her and the pastor just fucking, or like they were just praying? No, they just like praying. they're praying for you, like they're doing all that shit. They're, what in they're like moving in circles. So the witch doctor and the pastor come together. Are they, are they pray praying at my group? No, not the witch doctor. Just the pastor. Just her and the pastor. I just praying that they get you. Like she's saying, I want that guy in particular. I want him to do this and this and this and this. If she's my girl, why is she praying that she wants me? 
Now she wants to do some shit for her. She wants you to like, like I don't know, bro. Don't take on that directly. Trip. Don't go to the pastor. <laughs> but is it on the same level? <laughs> bro, it's still as if she's doing out. witchcraft. Yeah, but you see, witchcraft we've come from far. Like I can't take it. But they would ask you like, why? Why? Why are you praying for me like that? Yeah. Have you guys been with like a very prayerful woman before? Mm. Yeah. But by very prayerful, I mean like she wakes up at 3 a.m. in the morning to pray, bro. No. She wakes I up at 3 to pray, then she goes <laughs> she back <did>. to sleep <laughs> after. No, no, no. no, no you no. haven't had that. Like 3 a.m. is Have that. you had it before? It's Godzilla. I mean, I haven't, yeah. but I know girls who do that. No. But it's a bit, it, for me, it's a bit creepy, bro. Well, okay. I wake up in the middle of the night and oh. you're like on the side of a bed kneeling. Oh, okay. the bed. Yeah. She's, it's whispering in tongues. Uh, okay, but to be fair, for me, I'm a Christian. So I guess as a Christian, I'm okay with someone praying. Praying, that, that one kind of... That's, that, that's more natural to you. Yeah, guess, it's acceptable yeah. to me, someone praying to God, yeah. Jehovah, the Christian for my God, well-being. The Jewish okay. God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, Yahweh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. So yeah, me, me, that's how I look at it. But the witchcraft thing, I don't know. And it's not even from like a Christian perspective, like she's a heathen or whatever. I just feel like your witchcraft is, that's that's a crazy length to go to for someone. Because, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I'd rather she just prays for me, bro. Nah, nah. Let me share. I'm, I'm also a Christian. Yeah. But bro, why are you praying for me with a pastor? Because this is not happening. Praying at 3 a.m. Down you, you like for your success, what? And she's praying to get you with the pastor. Ah, bro, I'm, I'm sorry, know. but that's why you lose. I me. don't know. I think maybe <laughs> because because like Christianity is the more like mainstream religion, and everyone's just comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. But I honestly believe that like a girl telling me that she prayed for a man like me for nights and days she was praying to get a man like me and God <laughs> gave her the exact type of man she wanted. Mm. Or even like, have you heard about chicks who take your picture to the pastor and they're like, this is the guy that I want. And then he prays for them. That's all just... That, that's <laughs> the same as the binding you, of You've heard that before? Similar. It happens. Yeah, that happens a lot here. I've, I've never seen, but I believe it would happen. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that happens yeah. a lot here. It, def- it definitely happens. How's that different and from the chick goes to the... just me the wrong way, bro. How's that different from the chick who goes to the witch doctor? It will scare you. No, it won't... I'll just be creeped out. Like, why? Like, no, no, no. the pastor keeps yeah. the picture and prays for me. Mm. Hell no. And yeah. then, I mean, any, any type of piety for me kind of like, it throws me off a bit, man. Any type of what? Piety. Mm. That's like extreme like belief, like you're over, over believing, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Radicalism. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so it might be there someone with a mob jazz video. Like you know, like this is the guy I want. <laughs> this one in particular. This one on the podcast. <laughs> 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 the photocopy the they come to cut them over coffee. <laughs> they look for like your hairs on the seat. Take oh, and that's another guy. thing, man. I find it like if you give your nail clippings. So this day, like I'm very sensitive about how I dispose of my nail clippings <laughs> Bro, because I was told that they can voodoo. They can do like witchcraft on you and like trap you from your nail clippings. So like I even fear sharing nail clippers, bro. Because <laughs> like there's that kind of tiny bit that stays in there. That's enough. Right, like you know it's This is this is kind of besides the point. But apparently in the early, like the early nineties, or maybe even late eighties, even to the two thousands, people were afraid of sharing nail clippers because they thought it would like you could get AIDS from that. Mm. Like if it nicks your skin and yeah. then it nicks someone else. Nicks your skin mm. and you bleed. You can get AIDS from like someone else. So people for a long it's time, true. it's not true. I don't think. I don't know because I know the barber thing is true. Like if it cuts your head, that, that like if it lines your you skin. up and then lines someone that has mm. as long as there's like blood. But of course, 
it has to be so to, there's a time limit to it it can't be I thought so eight like experience cannot survive yeah, out of the body for minutes. long. Also, why is your barber just keeping like a bleeding blade, bro? <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro <laughs> the dry blood on his blade. His blade is just dripping blood. <laughs> uh, yeah, your next story. Yeah, shake his blade like this and goes for this. Let's just turn his shirt like this. That's insane. Okay, now let's keep it. Let's keep it local. Have you guys been seeing all the corruption jazz in the news? Yeah, recently. Mm. I had all this corruption. corruption I'll stay out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the first one was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. This guy who, he's like a, he's a, he's a Twitter dude, but it seems like he has like a good like budding business. So he has a, he has a bit of money. I think his name is literally Hustle King on Twitter. Mm. And he came, it was, I think it was last week. And he's, he added this minister and said i gave you 50 million shillings so i could have a meeting with the president and ever since that day like you disappeared so i'm giving you till 4 p.m. today to give me back my money mm-hmm. or i'm going to blow this shit up mm-hmm. obviously our minister didn't give him his money bro he went at him all week every day saying new shit about this guy new shit still waiting for his money bro and it blew up man obviously the office of the president keeps saying you're not supposed to pay any money there's a procedure da 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 da, da. but the guy was saying bro you know that this is how it works here. if you want to see the president there's a fee you pay it and you get to meet him mm. so that was the first like big big like um government i guess corruption scandal yeah then after that the iron sheet situation mm-hmm. started to blow as well So before we move on, how how much is the fee to meet the president? <coughs> it's, it's different for different people, bro. Can can yeah. I say this? Like, as a foreigner, you know, you get like um, I, I used to feel, let's say, very biased because I'm going through these sorts of experiences. But now I know that Ugandans are also getting scammed, 100%, right? <laughs> so it's I, crazy. I, yeah, you thought it was ba- because of your accent? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, you only go because it's happening to you. Yeah. But mm. Instead of being objective about what's happening. And well, that's one of the main scams that people use on on us because we're, I mean, I think they think, think, think Americans are stupid, which we are because we think we're smart. But So when you come here, you don't know anything. That's what I learned. And so they always promise you to introduce you to these people. Everybody does that. Mm. And at first, I noticed going through that process, I know this MP, I know that person. And then I had to sit back and think about this particular person like, Uh, if that person has access to this individual, then how is their personal life developing? Mm-hmm. And usually the, the president is a very smart guy. He's way more intelligent than somebody like me when it comes to running a government. He's a, he's a wizard because how can you keep power in Africa for 37 years if you're not smart? So if you got a chance to meet with the guy, what are you going to tell him? You, you, do, do you understand what I'm saying? And I, I realized, like, um, like people got to be careful when I can meet introduce to this person those middlemen in Africa are some of the worst mm-hmm. yeah so it just seems like you probably don't want to give anybody I told my audience all the time never give anybody any money it's one of the biggest scams out there and it's like bro you should have known better like that this guy couldn't introduce you to the president I feel like this is the problem so for sure there's most of our guys are scammers that's for sure mm-hmm. but There's guys who actually can get you in front of the president. I believe it. 
And those guys are there. You have to pay them, bro. You have to pay them, and then they'll give you a date and a time and say, be here at this time. And the reason why the price is so high is apparently if you get the audience of the president, it's a 90% chance that whatever your issue is will be solved like that, bro. Mm. So guys believe that you just go to that guy. All the red tape that you'd have to go through to get your thing done, all over the taxes, the what. Forget mm. that. Ch- the president said, do this, so they're going to do it. You know what I mean? That's why the value is so high. I understand. Actually, I just saw, have you guys been watching the Gold Mafia documentary on YouTube? This documentary about everyone has heard about like the gold scammers, right? mm-hmm. but this one. If you'd like to listen to the full conversation, please consider subscribing to the Mob Jazz Podcast Patreon. Once you do, you'll have access to the full conversations as well as subscriber-only content. The Mob Jazz Podcast is made possible through our Patreons. If you like what we're doing here, please consider becoming one.